Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Big Lash Energy. I am your host, Jaina Marie. Today, I've got my pom-poms out because I'm here to hype you up. When I first asked my IG family what they'd want me to talk about if I had a podcast, so many women suggested how to be more confident or how to love myself. And helping women feel more confident is 1000% my life's mission. So today's episode is long overdue. I know that many of us have struggled with self-love at some point. And oftentimes the ones who struggle the most are the people so many of us think we want to be. I see it every day. The perfect example was a client of mine who I posted on Instagram a while back. I was shown screenshots of this woman by dozens and dozens of clients afterwards. She was just so beautiful. Woman would show me her picture and say, I want to look like her. And I'd think, yeah, (laughs) me too. But what they didn't know was she didn't want to look like her. She'd been hospitalized many times for starvation as well as cutting herself. Thankfully, she's much better now, but back then, every single day was a struggle to be in her skin. Isn't that terrible? So what I'm saying is, self-love is an issue for most people, me included. So I call myself a hype woman. Why? Well, because I know that looking good starts with feeling good, as cheesy as that might sound, and I love helping women to feel good. I swear the reason so many of my clients on my Instagram look extra gorgeous is because they're genuinely happy. I do my best when they're in my chair, not only to have them love their look, but also to love themselves. Today, I'm going to be giving you a little taste of that makeup chair hype. I'm going to be giving you five reasons why you need to start loving yourself right now. Not once you've lost those 10 pounds, not once you've reached that goal, started that career, or even worse, once someone else loves you back. Right fucking now. So today, I'm going to ask you to start by breathing in some self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. And hopefully, after you've heard this episode, you'll be on your way to standing taller and loving yourself more deeply. Now let's go. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favorite hype woman, Jana Marie. Jana Marie. doing hair and makeup for 18 years now. Oh my gosh, I'm old. In fact, my sister was one of the first women to trust me with her face on her wedding day, and she just celebrated her 18-year wedding anniversary this last weekend. Congratulations, Carly and Dan. If you listen to the Pablo Escobarby series, you'll know the story of how I set them up. When I first started hair and makeup, I was fascinated with the power of the transformation. I'd been mesmerized by before and afters on the Oprah show, you know, way back when she had giant feathered hair, blue eyeshadow, and absolutely no business giving beauty advice. I always loved seeing how I could change someone's looks with just the right products in just the right places. And it was extra rewarding when they loved it and wanted to work with me again. But eight years after I started, I had a client who changed everything for me. I'm going to call her Michelle. Back then, I included in-home bridal trials with every bridal package. That's where I'd go to your home and do a trial version of what we were going to do 
on the wedding day. I don't do that anymore because I just don't have the time. But that day I pulled up to Michelle's house, unpacked my car and knocked on her door. She let me in, introduced herself and invited me upstairs. She was heavy set, and one eye went slightly off in the other direction from the other. She kept her head down and barely made eye contact with me. I could tell she was worried that I was going to judge her. We made small talk as she sat in my chair, and as she started to get more comfortable, she opened up a little bit more. She was telling me all about her wedding plans, and I started to pick up on the fact that she was on a very tight budget. Her family was going to be making all the food themselves, and her wedding dress was only costing her $100, but she was spending so much more than that to get her hair and makeup done by me. I was both honored and confused. Eventually, she finally picked her head up and looked me in the eyes. She said, my fiancé can't believe how much I'm spending to have you get me ready on my wedding day, but I lived my whole life with three really beautiful sisters. But I've always been the chubby one with crossed eyes and bad teeth. It's been hard, but I knew that if I hired you, maybe just for one day, I could feel beautiful. Oh, I was taken back. I'd never really thought of how much trust my clients were putting in me or how much power I had to affect someone's self-confidence until that moment. All of a sudden, I felt so much pressure to make sure she loved how she felt about herself. I finished her hair and makeup, and I held my breath as I took her to the mirror for her to see herself for the first time. She looked at herself and gasped. I absolutely love it. While I was relieved, that wasn't good enough for me. I told her, if you like this, I promise you're going to love how you look on your wedding day. I'm going to do my best to make sure you feel incredible. We hugged goodbye and the entire drive home, I went through a Rolodex of ideas in my head of how I could improve on the glam that I'd just done that afternoon. A couple of months went by, and finally, it was the day of Michelle's wedding. I was a nervous wreck as I packed my things. My husband at the time said, I've never seen you like this before. You weren't even this stressed before doing makeup for Lady Gaga. I said, well, that's because Lady Gaga gets to feel beautiful all the time. This is Michelle's one and only day. She's counting on me. I decided that if she had fuller hair, it might balance out her broader shoulders and fuller bust. So I packed my own personal hair extensions, ones that I bought for myself just a month before. I set my stuff up in her home and it was game time. I pulled out every stop, I used every trick in the book and I paid the closest of attention to every detail. I gave her full beautiful hair and when I took her to the mirror, she broke down in tears. She said, this is it. This is all I could have asked for. Later that day, I crept her Facebook page and I saw that she'd already changed her profile pic to a snapshot someone had taken of her on the way to her ceremony. It was clear that that day she felt beautiful. I just wish that there was a way I could have helped her feel just as confident every day after that. Since then, I've taken my job so much more seriously. Now I know that what I do is not just superficial. Being able to help someone see themselves in a completely different light 
and helping them to love themselves more deeply, that shit's spiritual. So why is loving yourself so important? Well, you plus you is your only guaranteed lifelong relationship. And the way we love ourselves sets the precedent for how everyone else is going to love us. If we lack self-love, we'll accept half-assed love from those around us because, well, it's better than nothing. And maybe we just don't think we deserve more. Like, I don't know, what's a good way of explaining it? Okay, let's say you're helping your grandparents with a garage sale, right? You see an old dusty pocket watch and you think, oh, this dusty old thing doesn't even work anymore. I'll be lucky if I get $5 for it. Then you'll take $5. Hell, maybe you'll even settle for less if someone makes you an offer because you're just happy to sell it. But what if you found out that that very same pocket watch was an antique one of a kind from the British Empire? And despite being a little dusty, this thing is worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, you'd never accept $5 for it. You'd expect much, much more, right? And if we're really going to dive deep into this metaphor, if we're really going to drive it home, I would say, imagine how different the person would be who's willing to spend thousands and thousands of dollars versus the kind of person who just threw a couple of bucks your way. So I'm here today to help you understand why you're so entirely worthy of having your love cup overflowing, why you are a limited edition, one of a kind, mint condition kind of human, and you need to love yourself as such. So here we go. Here are five reasons you need to love yourself right fucking now. First up, the things you consider imperfections are really just the features that make you, you. I went to university one year after graduating high school because that's what I was supposed to do. I studied psychology because I love human behavior, but also probably so that I could better understand myself. Anyways, there's not much that I remember from those years. Cheers to the thousands of dollars in student loans for no good reason. But one thing I'll never forget was a lesson that one of my psych profs taught us on the very last day of class. He brought in a big bag of oranges and handed each of us one of them. He said, Get to know your orange. And all of us looked at each other like, "Uh Uh-oh, somebody's been sniffing the white out. But we did it. I shuffled my fingers all along the skin of the orange, studying its bumps and divots. He said, now I want you to put it beside the orange of the person on your right and mix them up. Now I want you to see if you can tell which one is yours. And I could. Then he put us in groups of four and asked us to do the exact same thing. And again, I found my orange. He kept doing it. He kept growing our groups until we had all the oranges of everyone in the class in the middle of the room. And he told us to find the orange that belonged to us. And surprisingly, we all did it. Mine had a little dent right beside the stem that could fit the tip of my pinky finger perfectly. And all I had to do was look at the stems of the oranges to spot mine. It was actually quite easy. He said, I want you to remember this. It's our dents, our pains, our divots, and our imperfections that make us who we are. If we were all perfect, we'd be indistinguishable. It's important that we celebrate our differences, for that is what makes us interesting. Ugh, I get chills when I say that. In my world, almost every single makeup booking starts with my client telling me everything she thinks is wrong with her face. Most of those things I wouldn't have even noticed myself. My eyebrows are uneven. My nose is too wide. I hate my dark circles. Yada, yada, yada. I've truly heard it all. 
Sometimes it's simply because someone else told her that she should think that about herself. And then she believes it to be law. Like one time a girl said, my smile is crooked. And I said, really? I don't think it is. And she said, well, in grade six, this boy named Matthew said it to me. And so I've hated my smile ever since. Isn't that wild? Matthew, some pimple-faced goofball in grade six, said something that's still relevant to your self-esteem today? I said, what if Matthew was wrong? Or better yet, what if your crooked smile is cute? It's what makes you you. She said, I never really thought about it that way. Number two, your story is unique. You are so much more than just a cover. You know how they say don't judge a book by its cover? Well, when we're in our early 20s, all we are is a cover. We don't have that much to offer besides our looks and potential, I guess. (laughs) So sure, we obsess over a pound here or a pound there if our hair is okay, if our friends think that we look all right, because the only thing that really gives us relevance or attention is how we look. But then... We live our lives, we learn, we grow, we have crazy stories, we win battles and we lose some as well. And every time we're adding a page to that book and eventually we're not just a cover anymore. We're a Pulitzer Prize winning novel worth being read cover to cover. Now we have so much more to offer than how we look. And the sooner we recognize that, the better. For example, my weight has fluctuated so many times that I really do still own a bra in every single size from A to double D. I'm not even kidding. Opening my bra drawer is legit like walking into a sale at Victoria's Secret. Just pick your size and I'm sure that I've got it. I've had all sorts of ups and downs with my weight and with that, ups and downs in terms of how much attention I've gotten from the opposite sex. But one thing that has not changed is who I am and what I have to offer someone. I know that my value doesn't go down when my weight goes up. Sometimes it's hard to remember that, but I have to remind myself. In fact, I'm sitting here right now at a solid 15 to 20 pounds heavier than usual, but I'm constantly telling myself that I'm still Jaina fucking Marie with a story, a fascinating story, and a heart of gold and the size of my jeans does not change that. It's the same for you. The third reason to love yourself right freaking now (laughs) is that your body does incredible things for you every single day. I love food. Oh my gosh, do I love food. I swear breakfast is what gets me out of bed in the morning. Well, and the fear that if I stay in bed, I'll ruin a woman's wedding. But that's another story. Despite how much I enjoy the sense of taste, I've never once woken up and said to myself, boy, oh boy, I'm sure glad I can taste these Cheerios. (laughs) That is until I woke up and couldn't taste anything anymore. Ugh! Shout out to COVID 2020. All of a sudden, ice cream just felt like cold in my mouth and soup just felt hot. Strangely enough, at the time, I thought to myself, well, good. Now I may as well eat broccoli till I'm healthy and lose the weight that I put on while snacking and binging while watching Blind Date. But I still never ate any broccoli. (laughs) Every day you experience the miracle of sight, taste, movement, memory, and losing taste during COVID, I'd never thought to be thankful for the experience of flavor. So instead of picking apart those super silly small things that probably no one else notices, try focusing on all the ways your body saves the day, brings enjoyment, carries you around, or maybe you're a mom. Did your body create life? Like, come on, can we give it a little 
credit, please? If tomorrow, heaven forbid, we woke up and found out we had cancer, all we'd care about was being healthy. All we'd want is the body that we had today. It's a miracle that we can smell, walk, talk, think, breathe, love, express ourselves. Don't wait for something to go wrong before you start appreciating what you have today. Your body is working hard for you, damn it, and it deserves a little appreciation. Okay? Thank you. Next, no one can be everyone's favorite flavor. Sometimes we lack love for ourselves because someone else rejected us or someone else doesn't love us right. And to me, that's the absolute worst. I'm sure you've heard the quote, you can't expect everyone to like you. You don't even like everyone. Do you know what the most popular ice cream flavor is? It's vanilla. How boring is that? I can't think of anything worse than being considered vanilla, even if it means being more likable. I want to be Rocky Road or Coconut Cookie Crumble or Mint Chocolate Chip, anything other than vanilla. Did you know Mint Chocolate Chip is actually a very controversial ice cream flavor? Some people joke that you might as well be eating toothpaste. It's very polarizing, but I love it. I often recite a quote my sister told me after I'd gone on a bad date. I was hurt that someone didn't like me and she said, you can be the juiciest peach on the tree and still there will be someone who doesn't like peaches. I can't imagine not liking peaches, but a bride of mine once told me she thought all fruit was disgusting because of the texture, but I'd happily be a peach, texture and all. The most important thing to remember about when someone doesn't return your love is that not everything is about you, boo. We're all on our own journeys. We're all writing our own stories. And sometimes, sometimes someone simply isn't ready for what you bring to the table. For example, sometimes a man only has the appetite for a snack. Maybe he's just eaten, who knows. But all he wants is maybe a granola bar or a bag of chips. And there you are, a sit-down seven-course Michelin star meal with a dessert wine at the end. It doesn't matter how tasty you are or how tasty you look, he's going to pass. It's not because you're not good enough. And it's not because you're not worthy of love. It's because he doesn't have the appetite for what you have to offer at that moment in time. I hear it all the time. Maybe I'm not good enough because so-and-so doesn't like me. Woman, look around you. There are talented, successful, beautiful, and worthy women being rejected and cheated on all the time. Do you think they're not good enough? I don't think you'd ever say that. Last but not least, well, I'd actually say this is the most important one. Time moves far too quickly for you to waste a single day. My mom's birthday is the same week as Mother's Day, which is absolutely terrible. It's hard enough trying to come up with one gift, let alone two in the same week. So the year she was turning 50, I decided to go big, big, big. big. I told her to come visit me for a week and I would plan a bunch of girly things for us to do together. I told her to bring her passport in case we decided to cross the border to do some outlet shopping. When she got to my place, I handed her an early gift. It was a tiny little Pandora bag. She opened it and said, Ooh, a Pandora bead. She was probably pretending to be excited because let's be honest, you can only get so many Pandora beads before you're like, okay, enough of these things already. Can you come up with something else? (laughs) She opened it and saw that it was a tiny suitcase. She said, a suitcase? And I said, yes, I thought you'd want to remind her of the trip we took together. And she said, what trip? I said, well, 
We leave tomorrow morning for Mexico. And she screamed, what? I said, yes, you and I are going to spend five nights together at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. She goes, oh my gosh, if I would have known, I would have lost 10 pounds. Oh, a whole week with you? A whole week with Jaina? Oh my goodness. Yes, she can kind of be an asshole sometimes. In that moment, I was disappointed that the first thing that came into her mind was her weight, especially because I think she's so beautiful. She hadn't packed anything for a resort. So immediately after that, I took her to a mall to go shopping for bathing suits and cute outfits to wear beside the pool. And actually, I remember popping into a Starbucks in the middle of our shopping trip. My mom paid for our drinks and the barista said something like, wow, you're letting your mom pay for her Starbucks on Mother's Day? And my mom piped up and said, she's taking me to Mexico tomorrow. I don't really care about the coffee. You need to mind your own business. She was so proud. (laughs) The next day we got to the airport and to her surprise, we had a stopover in Calgary, which she wasn't expecting at all. And there, my sister met us at the airport. We went out for drinks and I surprised them both with the beautiful family photos that I had taken without my mom knowing. She'd never had pics of all of her kids and grandkids together. They were framed beautifully. She cried. My sister cried. It was a beautiful moment. We flew from Calgary to Mexico the next day, and as soon as we got checked in, we found drinks and then hammocks. And that's where my mom kicked back with a margarita in her hand and looked out at the ocean. She finally had time to reflect. She said, I can't believe I'm 50. It just feels so old. And she started to cry. I said, Mom, you're never going to be younger than you are right Now, you just need to live it up. And besides, the alternative to getting older is much, much worse. And that joke made her laugh despite tears rolling down her cheeks. She had mascara all over her face. Then it was like we blinked. And suddenly, this year, we were celebrating her 60th birthday. She said, man, I remember sitting in that hammock and you telling me I was never going to be younger. I remember crying about being 50, but now I'd love to be 50 again. It's wild how fast time goes. And now I'm not looking forward to blinking and having my mom be 70. I'm going to be turning 40 in a few months. And I decided that I'm going to go all the way out because 50 is going to creep up real fast. And maybe I'll be my mom crying in a hammock one day. I guess what I'm trying to say is, Don't waste a single minute being an asshole to yourself because time goes by too fast. There's a reason why they say beauty is wasted on the young. We don't realize that we're young and beautiful until we aren't anymore. So stop it. Stop it. Just stop Stop it. it. Seriously. Literally. Take a second right now and apologize to yourself for all the terrible things you've said and thought. No, really. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to give you a second. Do it. Say sorry to yourself. Because if a friend said those things to you, she'd be canceled. So be a good friend to you. Oh my gosh, I can feel the rant coming on. I'm going to stop myself right there. I mean, now that my mom is 60, do you think she's still wishing she was 10 pounds lighter on our trip? Absolutely not. She's just happy that we had that time together, that we made those memories. We can't stop time from passing, so please don't let how you look or feel about yourself today stop you from taking that trip doing that thing, wearing that bikini, or having a good time. The reason why I say you need to start loving yourself right now is because I believe it's urgent. Did you know that the longer you spend not loving yourself, the longer you spend not living up to your full potential? 
Whether you call it the darkness, the devil, demons, or even your haters, they want you doubting yourself. They want you questioning your worth because as long as you're not loving yourself, you're not living up to your full potential. When you love yourself, you stand taller. You show up. You say, fuck playing small. I deserve to be here. I'm going to take up as much space as I need. I'm going to live in my truth. I'm going to speak out. I'm chasing my goals. I'm following my dreams, raising my standards, and living a life I'm proud of. What would it look like if you loved yourself a little bit more? What would it look like if you believed in yourself a little bit more? Who would you be a year from now if today you decided that you're going to tell that self-saboteur to go fuck herself. And yes, you might be thinking right now, sure, but Jaina, I've really let myself go. I haven't been taking care of myself. I could be so much better and that's fine. I'm all for you wanting to be the best version of yourself. But my point is, you need to love yourself just the same in the meantime. You can be a masterpiece and a work in progress all at once. Even if you consider yourself a work in progress, you're still just as beautiful and deserving of love each step along the way. I call this podcast Big Lash Energy. Now, what the fuck is Big Lash Energy? You've heard of big dick energy, right? That's when men with really big packages carry themselves differently. They have a confidence, a boldness to them, like they did something to deserve having a big dick, when in actuality, they were just born. When they were growing, God did an extra little salt bait sprinkle of dick oftentimes to make up for their lack of personality. But that's another topic of conversation. They're more confident simply for the way they were made. I came up with the concept of Big Lash Energy thinking about that confidence I have when I'm all glammed up, the confidence my clients have when they're all glammed up, lashes on point, feeling their best. That's the way I want to carry myself all the time. Not because I'm made up, but because of the way I was made. Perfectly designed, a work in progress, yes, but just as fabulous every step of the way. You are beautiful for so many reasons besides how you look, for who you are, for what you've been through, for the way you treat the people around you, and the way that you love. That beautiful smile you have, those sparkling eyes, and that juicy booty are all just the icing on top. And remember, you don't need to be everyone's favorite flavor, but you do need to know you're tasty as fuck. Thank you so much for joining me for today's hype session. Do you know someone who needs to hear this message? Someone who needs to be reminded to love themselves just a little bit more? If so, could you please share this message with them? I hear every time you do, an angel gets its wings. It's true. Also, it would be an honor if you'd give my show a five-star review. Lastly, if you're down and need a personalized pep talk, please don't be afraid to hit me up on Instagram at Big Lash Podcast or Jana Marie Makeup. I'm just a DM away. So thank you so much for listening. Now, please, please, especially this week, go be your most fabulous self. And don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Until next time, goodbye.
Close, that's why I'm yelling, damn, James. Would you feel me?